everyone. Welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 159 for the week of April 8th, 2019. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounce around cables and satellites all around the world. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Yeah, I'm going by Crip now, though, in the spirit of uh, Nipsey passing. So, Brewster? Yeah. Take the bees away. <laughs> At, thankfully, there's no bees. It was it was wild because like last week, like right after we recorded, we found yeah. out. Yeah, like that was so bizarre. It was such a like good day. <sighs> yeah, and, seriously. Um, it ended so tragically. Yeah. Rest um, in peace to rest Nipsey. Rest in peace Hustle. to Nip. Um, you know, if you guys are not unf- unfamiliar, uh, Google him. He's dope. Yeah, it it was a shame because like I actually I kind of got late to the game with mm-hmm. Nipsey Hussle like I'm, his last album was really the one that kind of put me over the edge I think I, a lot of people too yeah I've heard his stuff before but like I thought it was I thought it was pretty good and but it never like made me want to check the whole catalog mm-hmm. out but the last album did and then I started doing my research about him and like how you know how helpful and you know forward thinking he was and I was like damn what a huge loss yo yeah such a huge pretty loss. sad to see him go out like that but you uh, know just seeing the like overwhelming love for this dude is just it speaks to like uh it speaks a lot about his character and stuff yeah and it's just weird because like you know like i never met the dude but i like i can imagine like i remember being like in second grade when like i found out tupac got murdered and like that was a big deal but like it didn't really hit the way it would for you know an adult or yeah. like somebody who was a big fan of his but this kind of like this is our it felt, it felt yeah. like that like you know like yeah. oh damn this is a big fucking loss you know we've definitely lost rappers before but like this is just like everybody just doing he was just doing the right thing right so, yeah 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 but uh yeah i just want to say that no yeah thank you for reminding me because i i would have forgotten otherwise but what you been up to not a whole lot it's been getting warmer outs so i've been getting my ass out the house more yeah what you what you been doing uh just like like regular shit just like let's go <laughs> let's go get food let's yeah. go take like we literally just like went for a walk around the park like just did a couple laps <laughs> just yeah. to just to talk um it's just so nice that it, we're getting to a place again where it's like not freezing when i wake up like literally below freezing anymore it's like it's just so nice to just even just change out the the rotation of the outfits again like i can start wearing i don't have to wear fucking thermals again yeah. anymore like it's uh, the heat tech it's it's nice get out of here what about you man what you been up to uh same 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 it's just working trying to play some games yeah um i got real nasty food poisoning this week Ooh. Um, so Oof. the good thing was it, it, it didn't incapacitate me like it has in the past. Like mm. before I've been out for like two days, but this time it was like just a straight one day thing. And I was going to go into work the next day. Like, so I, I had a really nasty, I guess I'm, I'm 99% sure it was the Philly cheesesteak that I got. Yeah. Um, because I puked it out <laughs> moments later. Uh, sorry if I'm, that's really graphic for anybody. Yeah, fuck it. But, um, the next day I, I felt a little better and I was like, I'm going to start at home and I'm going to come in a little later because that's, that's just like my, maybe it's like, I don't know, like immigrant, child of immigrant mentality of like my, my we rarely got a chance to like stay home from school and stuff. So like, I'm always like, I'm good. I'm good. Even yeah, though I'm right, like right, bleeding. Right. Um, but then people at work were like, no, 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 stay home. Breast out. I was like, all right, cool. And then it, it, they were right because I went to the supermarket to get like crackers and Gatorade and I was like, oh my God, I would not have made it to work oh like God, in, in one piece. Sad. Super bad, but that's um, the worst when you're like at work shaking and shit. It's oh, like, damn it! I yeah, and it's like home. stay your ass at home. You know what it was too? It's because like, like I only have one day a week to shoot a. I didn't get to shoot viewpoints this week as a result, so I, like I had to scrap that. And there was another video project I was working on, which I was like, kind of bummed about. But you know, sometimes like literally, 
your health comes first and you Absolutely, have to dog. take care of yourself. Cause then, you know, there might not be any more viewpoints afterwards. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Paul shit himself to death. <laughs> oh my God. That How did Paul die? How did the trending gamer of the year die? Diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea died twice. <laughs> um, but speaking of which, yes. uh, we can just jump right into what we've been playing this week. So I've been trying to keep up with the, I was going to say Kardashians. I've been trying to keep up with the Division 2. There was no way to met, let that yeah. shoehorn shoe that joke in. Um, but I have been playing here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a really frustrating moment with the Division 2 earlier this week that I kind of live tweeted out as it was happening, where I was getting this one mission. It was super hard. It was like, there's a mission where you have to find this document behind this like secret passageway that used to be used during World War II. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is fucking rad. Like, this this is like some... A cool uh, side mission. Yeah, yeah, this is like some national treasure shit. Absolutely. And I was like, I want more of this kind of stuff. And then I got to the end, what I'm assuming is the end. Um, and it was hard. I, I kept dying over and over again. I was like, all right, let me try it again and again. And on the last try, uh, one of the enemies got stuck behind the wall. Mm. And I got the key. I got everything I needed to do. And... It wouldn't clear. It wouldn't clear. So I tried everything. I shot up the wall. I threw grenades. I did everything. And the guy could see me. He would be alerted, but he was just stuck in this wall. And um, and then I, so then I had to like just give up. I fast traveled back to the safe house. But then when I left the safe house, it was like clear the area. Like it was still stuck in that last portion. Oh shit! So I just had to like stop. And I was like, I was done for the night. Th- that basically for me was like, it was that moment of all right, I lost thirty minutes of my life. I'm gonna have to do this again. Um, yeah. And I was really frustrated, so I, I put it down, and, and truthfully, I haven't, haven't gone back to it since, but um, I think it's starting to happen. It's the, the, the Paul thing? The Paul thing, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, I like it. I like yeah. the game. It's, it's fun. The loop is fun. But I feel like I'm already so far behind that is it what, worth me catching up? What was your, um, what's your My level? level? Yeah. I'm like 26. Oh, you're right there. I know. I'm so close. I can see it. Kind of wanted to get. I, I want to help you get to the end game. One when, yeah. one day you have like free time and you're on. Just text me and yeah, we'll yeah, just yeah. Do it. Okay. Cause like, Cause so see, I kind of just want you to see what's there. Yeah. Cause I mean, so do like I. Being able to fix your like skills and like mm. actually make a build. Okay. Is I think you'll get more out of it that way because like all this shit right now like that you're doing is, is worthless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, but it makes me question like. Why? Like, why do they make us do all of this? Yeah, I think I think about that often. Um, I like I like the story stuff. Like, I mm-hmm. like those weird missions where you're doing the national treasure thing, where you're just finding, you know, you know that th- that's actually a secret mission, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, I found it on some guy. And yeah. He's like, oh, there's a thing over here. I was right, like, oh, right, where? Right, yeah. So I went over there. So like, I like that stuff. Like, I like the little Easter egg stuff. Um, but you can do that at any time. Right. You know, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You don't necessarily need to do that stuff. But they really want you to go through the story which i've you know talked about this before where like i don't think i don't follow the actual story. like i don't know what the yeah. goal is of my character of our character right i know i know we're supposed to like be saving the city or whatever but like at least in the first one it was like you have to stop this rogue agent that was super clear yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly like i don't know what's happening here yeah, yeah. and one one spoiler alert but you have to save the president you don't know if yeah. he's still alive or whatever, and I'm like, okay, that sh- that seems like a, an important thing, and it's just a one-off kind of mission. Yeah, and I was like, oh, is he just fucking off? Like, yeah, can I fight with the president or whatever? Like, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just interesting. But I, yeah, like you mentioned though, I do like the actual minute to like, minute, minute, shit, to minute yeah. shit. Yeah, that shit is fun to me. But also, like, I have 
four other games on my plate right now that I'm super fucking into. Mm-hmm. One of them I finished. So I guess quickly moving on, unless you want to you add anything to Division 2. Uh, yeah, I mean, I they just released uh, this past Friday. Um, they released the World Tier 5. Um, which is like the new level up. So now the the cap is extended to 500. Okay. Uh, it was at 450. Where are you, where are you at right now? Uh, 454. Nice. Um, yeah, I've been like pretty much staying with the, the Ben. And also it helps once you get to the end game stuff, like uh, my boy Toshi and, and Bo, they, they just give me their gear. You can, oh. you can share gear. Dope. So and that levels you up really quick. And we did the same thing for Ray. And he was like, he was like a hundred levels below me, and he like got on and like he was at four fifty like the same night. Huh? And it's because we're just giving gear that we don't want, and because it it drops at four fifty for us. So if you just give it to him, it'll boost him up because the, the gear is based on like your levels get based on your gear afterwards. Got it. Got After it. After you get to the end game, it's it's all just gear score. Okay. Oh, um, so you could just bless somebody with some exactly, shit. Nice. That, and that's the unfortunately it sucks for people who are playing solo. I think that's where you can yeah. play this game solo. Don't, that's me. You know, it's hard. It's a really hard game solo, but um, I think that's you're, you're missing out a little bit on that kind of thing. Like that's, someone to like kind of pick you up. That's also on me though too, because I I joined like my work clan mm-hmm. or whatever, and I guess I should have like maybe I don't know if you guys are in a clan. No, we haven't made one yet, but we'll probably make one. But I should have like I guess made more of an effort to start my own clan and like you know n- obviously not be the leader, but like you know ask people for help Mm -hmm. and that's like a general problem in general for my life is like ask for help it's okay paul you can't do everything yeah right um so yeah that's that's totally on me too and i like completely cop to it but yeah it's it's again it's hard because like some days i come home and i feel like do i feel obligated to play the division two or like do i want to finish devil may cry five and like sometimes it's the other way around it's like do i feel obligated to finish devil may cry five because i'm i know i'm working towards getting to sekiro um, I, lo- I yeah, it's something about the division. Like the grind is just good for me, especially when I get off work late, like after six or seven. I'm like, I, just, I don't really want to think about anything. Like yeah. I can't really focus on the Sekiro. You know, like I need to be able to sit down like during the day and play Sekiro. You yeah, know? yeah, I, yeah. I can't yeah. just be like, oh, I'm tired, tired. from work. Yeah. At least in the division, I can just grind away, shoot things. Like True. there's no real, you know. Like I don't have to really pay attention too much. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not it's not hard game, but it's it like is. It, a lot of it's like automated, like Act, mindless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, again, it's a cover shooter, so it's like you know you're not doing a lot. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but we did play like um a lot of the challenge missions, and they're freaking hard, man. I don't the doubt world it. tier stuff is it's it's really fun when it's like super challenging. You're just all dying. I like, like that though. back to back. You're like, yeah. oh, let's give it one more try, and then uh, we hunted down some more ghosts. Like those are these these um these enemies that you have to do something special in the world. So like you have to press a button and then go find three flags around the world. And then it'll pop up like this. Th- literally it will just come out of a puff of smoke, like a ninja. Oh shit. And then he's a, a, like a, a high level enemy that plays like a, a, a player. Like he runs around, he has skills. Oh wow. It's, it's really fun. And you just like defeat these guys and you get like a key that helps you unlock something in the base. And then you get a mask that you can wear. And it's like these like, um, not Kane and Lynch. What was the Army of Two mask? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That game? yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's like one of those, and they all like they all look very similar, but they have like paint on them, oh, cool, and, like cool, cool, cool stuff like that. Nice, nice. Um, but I'm having a ton of fun. I, I, I think like I, 
it's how I feel when you like when you like like I'm gonna play the division. I got super excited because I want you to love this game. <laughs> I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know myself. I know, I know, I know. And I know that like after a certain point, and it's it's hard too. Like especially if you don't have that like group of friends that's gonna you know be there. And yeah, yeah. Play with it's you. like the same thing with Monster Hunter. Like I enjoyed my time with Monster Hunter, but I you know I didn't stick around with it. Mm-hmm. And I I part of me feels sad about it, but also like I have to move on, man. I just yeah. have to move on. Yeah, that's the thing with like uh, Monster Hunter too. It's like um. If you don't have people to play with, it's it's not as fun, and right. you don't get to bounce ideas off or geared um, for builds. You know, like yeah, you like learn from each other. Yeah, and we're, shit. we're like yeah. talking. Like that's my favorite part of this game is you know just just figuring out like having a, a build in my head, and then like finding the pieces that work and asking like, yo, Bo, you have uh, you know this gear piece that mm-hmm. I, I could really use it. Does it have a crit hit, hit score above this? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, I got one for you. And then like we trade. Right. Or like Ray will have something that I want, like a weapon that I need right, that has right. a certain skill, and then I can respect that. And it's very intricate stuff, but I think it is you know worth it. Yeah. Um, it let me guys let uh, guys let me know like if you guys are into the vision, are you playing it at all? Because um, I would really want to know. I know a couple of you are, but maybe we'll make a slack channel yeah for sure or not discord discord channel. God, I'm damn, all the time. me too <laughs> <laughs> it sounded right in my head yeah that checks out um the other game i finished up this week was uh dmc5 so I've, i was like you finished it yeah i finished oh, it so sweet. 20 missions it took me a roughly about i'm gonna i'm assuming 20 hours i was trashed the whole way through though don't don't expect me to be a pro gamer i also yeah. like never fucking cared about like level scores like s i mean i got a i got a i'm not gonna lie i got a handful of s's yeah Maybe a double S or two, Damn, but um, S? but everything else was like D and C, did maybe a, a couple uh, B's. Did you get a BLS? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, shout, uh, out shout out to New York. Yeah, shout out to regional references. <laughs> um, but no, I did get. Uh, so I mean, I, I beat the game, so I was happy about it. The ending was super over the top, ridiculous. I loved it. I, I watched it with my girlfriend, and we were both like laughing and and like just joking at because like it's so ridiculous. I also haven't played three through five oh, okay. or four. And I was like, so it didn't mean anything. Yeah, it didn't, not, there were like, no stakes. <laughs> no, no, but but I, I could also follow it though because I was like, okay. I know who the characters are. I know who like because they they will say like, that's your father. And it's like, oh my god, okay. I <laughs> and know, then it's like guy. on the screen like, father, <laughs> father. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's super over the top, like really, really like emo, super edge lord. But it's fucking hilarious at the same yeah. time. Oddly enough, too, I have this application on my phone. Um, it's called it, it's this thing where it it it's called Musee M U Z E I for Android. Mm. And it swaps out your background, so you can see here it's like the background is blurred out. But then if I like, you know, if I awake it, um, wake it up, you can see it in the background. Oh, that's cool! And it takes like a classical painting and it just replaces it every day. And today's oddly enough, it's so fucking weird. Like it, like the day after I beat um, Devil May Cry, it's uh, it's Dante like a Dante's Al- Inferno. Al- yeah, Al- it's, it's the bark of Dante, Dante and is Virgil that, in the underworld. How do you say his last name? Alighieri. Al- 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 I don't know. Al- but Al- the painter is. Eugene de la Croix, de la Croix. Is it la Croix? It's crazy. I, like I just got this thing randomly, but la Crux. The, the game was the game was fun. I actually really liked it. Uh, I probably won't dig into it much more after this because like I don't really go into like the bonus modes, but I hear they're really good. I know Heather at work. Um, she's been digging into like the the DLC stuff with like the I don't even know if it's DLC. I think I unlocked it too, but there's like a an endless mode basically that you can keep going or like it's a specific amount of levels. I'm not sure yeah. how it works, but I probably won't dig into it. But I was mainlining the story of this game so i could get to sekiro because i was gonna buy it last weekend and i was like no no i haven't even touched devil may cry 5 so i was like let me just buy devil may cry 5 or let me just beat it rather which i did and i started playing sekiro and we talked about it a little bit before the show mm-hmm. um 
and I knew I was gonna like it. Like I, I know, like I in the Did Discord. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. had, a, I had a really good feeling I was gonna like it because the aesthetic for me was like, yep, here for that Into shit. Into that shit. I love Tenchu, okay. and I was like, this is like Tenchu, like you know, very much Tenchu vibes. Um, and I, you know, I've been playing games like it for a long time and i find it so fascinating because like so this is my from my first from soft game right mm-hmm. which is really fascinating because i had bloodborne loaded up for like months i just never got around to it she hurts my feelings. i know i'm sorry but the good news is is i'm going into a from soft game fresh but not really because mm. i've so I, I mentioned it to you right off right before we started recording but i'm coming at this game from the outside in right. i'm like burrowing in through like years of like <laughs> layers of like these these rings of that people have learned and i'm just like oh hey i found this thing <laughs> and you're like yeah i know you fucking idiot that's how all these yeah, games are right but i immediately like am aware of how many games have been directly influenced by the from soft games and i i mentioned right before we recorded but like some of the like some of them are obvious like death's gambit which i played very recently which right. is basically dark souls yeah it was just like oh let's just use dark souls yeah just make it 2d yeah and then like dead cells of course stuff like that for sure but and, and hollow knight too but um but also things like god of war the legend of zelda breath of the wild um there was another one that i completely blanked on but there were so many games that i've been playing that i'm like oh yeah i've played these these sort of like this uh i forgot how i said it before but like I, i've definitely can understand the grammar yeah you knew, behind the game, right exactly right right right, right. but now yeah now i'm learning the nuances of like the way the sentences are built up specifically in sekiro because i i know that it differs from bloodborne and dark souls mm-hmm. but the the things that i've grown familiar with like in terms of like resting at shrine or whatever they're called uh, mm-hmm. i think they're shrines i don't know whatever idols idols yeah uh you know learning when to like revive and run back learning like you know the 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 balance of being patient versus rushing in mm-hmm. the balance of trying and trying again, like failing over and over again, which like for me is a thing that in real life I'm obsessed with. Like I knew for like the first year of this show, it was going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. <laughs> and in some ways I think it still has, I mean, it always has room for improvement, for sure. but I knew for like the first year we were going to suck, mm-hmm. but we were going to suck and we we're going to have fun being terrible always that was gonna be weird if i yeah, read that, like, that oh, we have mad fun sucking <laughs> like damn hey man i'm don't knock it till you try <laughs> so um so yeah like the first i knew like the first year of anything any new pr- creative project which is yeah. why i love being creative i also just started reading a really good book by quest love called the the creative quest mm-hmm. you know you have to be okay with being terrible yeah and sekiro is that in entertainment form exactly and it, and i know this is a super tired cliche but it reminds me of playing an instrument. So growing up, I played piano mm-hmm. and violin. And I was really, really good at violin. I played it for six or seven years of my life. I was in like, I was in select orchestra. I was, you know, first violin. I wasn't first chair, though. I was like fourth or fifth chair. Yeah. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is because if anyone who's been, anyone who's familiar with uh, string instruments like guitars or violins or cellos, bass, uh, violas, uh, when you're first learning it, it's easy to make a noise. It's easy to press your finger down on a string mm-hmm. and use the bow, and you're like, okay, that's a note. R1. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. attack. Yeah. Uh, what comes with practice and experience are literally calluses that develop on your fingers that you 
only develop by doing it over and over again. And there's a pain period there where you're like, ouch, ouch. I don't want to do this. Anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. And then eventually you're like, I don't feel it anymore because there's literally a layer of skin on my finger. That's hardened. That's hardened. Now I'm a lizard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm part lizard. <laughs> but not only that, but like the way you kind of bend your wrists and the way you apply pressure on the bow, there's so many different like vibrato, like there's so many things you can do throughout the course of learning how to play a violin mm. that before at first you were so aware of and eventually they become second nature. Right. There were there were times where literally I'd be playing music and I would lose my place on the sheet music. I would get distracted or, or something would happen. Like I'm like right now. And like my body would go on autopilot. Go and autopilot. Finish it, yeah. And it would hit every note until I found out where I was and I boom, I was back on. Yeah. And that used to blow my mind because like that's incredible. Like that's crazy that our bodies can do mm, that. That muscle memory, man. This, that's what this game is absolutely and uh this game encourages you to fail over and over again and there are times where like uh, so i i've also been doing it in this weird order i missed the thing that you told me like get that fire thing yeah, and i was yeah. like I, I totally missed that <laughs> uh but there are um there are moments where you have these epiphanies and i knew that was going to happen because people kept telling you like oh you have to learn and like the you know developer intent blah, blah, blah whatever um but there was so I the first mini boss I beat was the Juzo like yeah. the the drunken dude the drunkard yeah the drunkard yeah. and I like pretty cool looking dude yeah he actually he's got a small <laughs> head and a huge body um, but like getting to him I knew that like it was okay to if you wanted to just mainline to him and just bypass the people along the way first of all there's a really good way to do that you yep. you don't just like randomly do it because they will follow your ass there's it's okay to like avoid fights. And mm-hmm. for the most part, uh, shout out to Natalie, our one of our staff editors at Kotaku. She wrote like a tips p- guide on Kotaku, which I found really, really helpful. I um, check that out. Super, super helpful. But she, she, like one of the things she wrote was like, you're not a samurai, you're a shinobi, which to me was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We use the same weapons, but not. Right. Yeah. And then you have to be more methodical, way more strategic. Because there were times where I was just rushing in, like, let's do it, bro. Right, this ain't no one-on-one shit. No. Nah, it's nah. like, it's like, how can I do this? Dang shit, we jump. <laughs> exactly. Like, what's the most effective way for me to do this uh, as silently as possible? Yeah. And, like, without engaging directly. Right, not losing my health. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, and for me, that's, like, super up my alley because I love stealth games. Mm-hmm. I love Metal Gear. I love whatever far cry the moments in far cry hitman all these games where i'm so good at stealth games i love stealth games and this game lets me scratch that itch because it kind of requires you to use that itch and it's but it is optional though if if you want to face them all at the same time you can do it yeah but if you're not skilled enough like i am yet um it does kind of make sense to so for that boss battle for example i told i told you before i was like sort of doing these things out of order Mm -hmm. i was like swinging through the left in the first house where i know there was two guys i could take them out pretty easily and then i was swinging around and then i was like tripping the alarm essentially for everyone else to attack me so i was like okay there's a there's definitely a rhythm here that i should figure right. out first because they wouldn't put this idol here right if they know i have to fight this boss over and over yeah yeah from sauce they don't do anything by mistake that, right. and that's the thing you're gonna learn you're gonna be like yeah. holy shit this item is here just so i can look at that thing right it's a lot of that going on yeah like breadcrumb trail yeah. shit mm-hmm. and so so I so I did that and like I failed a bunch of times. Then I tried different variations of that where like the boss would come out, Juzo would come out, and I would try to fight him and I was dying. And I was like, all right, something's not working. Like in real life, if something's not working, you got to take a step back, assess the situation. Right. Where, where was I going right? Where was I going wrong? What can I learn from that? Then I went through the middle. 
I never even saw Home. Do- I, I actually attacked him first. Oh, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And I was like, "Wait, whoa, my bad, my bad, dog." And then he was like, "Oh, my name is whatever," and yeah. he rushes the dudes. And light, I was like, light "Oh, spoilers. Yeah. yeah, light spoilers." Yeah, he rushes the dude, so you fight alongside him. And I was like, "Oh, word!" So that was like helping him. I was like fighting the people that were fighting him. And then the boss comes out, and he just destroys the two of us. But then in the midst of that, this is kind of spoiler, I guess, for the first boss. But yeah. um, you can use that ally to effectively fight the boss together mm-hmm. because there's like a there's a tug and pull where like there's a rhythm to it. There's a he's, dance. He's looking at you. Yeah. Now that guy's attacking. He's getting and now free you hits. attack. Yeah. 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 Attack. Yeah. It's it's dope. It's really good. But so then I tried it again. And I read her tips post, and then you know. I, it helped me out in terms of like learning where to prioritize my time. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it again, and then I wound up beating him in a way that sh- she didn't even advise. Like, I oh. found my own way oh, still, yeah. which is fucking awesome. Um, so yeah, like these little moments of these, but also the game the thing I love about the, I think the most about this game, and it kind of reminds me so much of Zelda in a lot of ways, is that it continues to surprise me in ways that I never see coming, in ways where I'm like. All right, there there was a way up to that road where you fight a guy with a spear. Mm-hmm. He wrecks you at first, and I, this I, this I got spoiled for me because I just kind of, I've just kind of been paying attention to the to the discussion. But um, it's what I alluded to last week. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it is that. So mm-hmm. that was what it was. Um, and I was like, okay, I know there's a move I have to learn. I shouldn't fight him yet. I mean, I probably could if I wanted to. Yeah, you but, totally could. Yeah, but I was like, let me just wait until I get that move. Got the move. And then right before I was gonna like jump in and get into like get into it, I look over to my left and there's like a branch and I'm like, why is that there? So I jump down, then I find another one like leading up to another path. And if I wanted to, I could skip that whole shit. Go right around that bitch. I could skip the whole thing. And and I tried to fight Juzo with, without you know doing any of that stuff. But then I was like, no, let me go back. I went back and I fought him. I killed the dude with the spear. I got like a, a bead or whatever that mm-hmm. that'll eventually help you get more health. And, uh, and, but then I found this whole other path with, and then, and then on top of that, I found another path that led me up this like, well, dog. <laughs> so I cheesed the hell out of that guy. You did? Absolutely. I didn't know. Like that guy caught me off guard. Like nobody's business. He scared the shit out of me. Absolutely. So I, I saw him. I light saw spoilers. Hang. I saw Hanks. <laughs> he was out the top. Um, so he was on this ledge thing. So I'm like, he looks like a gargoyle or something, right? So I'm like, all right, is is he an NPC? Can I talk to him? But then I it let me lock onto him, and I was like, oh, he's not an NPC. So I like slowly crept up on him. I was like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. And then he just like boom saw me. Like he just turned his head. Oh god! And he went ham. He was going like he was just had moveset that I wasn't ready for. Right. And I right, kept right. getting stuck on bamboo and shit. So he killed me once, and then I make my I was like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy, right? <laughs> so I come back. And he does this unbreakable attack that is basically a thrust, which is basically the move I just learned right. from the spear dude. Like this the, game the is red, genius. The red kanji. The red kanji. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that's good. that's a thrust. I can parry that. Right. So I was like parrying him to death, and then I was like, I'm gonna win. And he just kept fucking me up. And then at one point, he like knocks me off of the the thing, and I fall into the water, like off the ledge. Like I just fell. Like I kept backing up, and then I make my way up again, and he's just like not looking at me at all. So I just stealth killed him. I was like, was I supposed to do that? Wow. Yeah. I was just like literally walked, crept up to him. Like he was walking back to the tower to go back on his perch. And I you walked, caught him. I caught him as he was walking back, like de-aggroed. Damn. I was like, yes. You caught him on break. <laughs> Absolutely. Yo, he was he was on his 15. Damn. Chilling. 
Yeah, he was like, oh, I must have killed that guy. <laughs> I'm going to go slowly yeah, back here, take my time. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. He's he's clearly dead. He was uh, Ricky in uh, Boys in the Hood. He was scratching a lotto ticket and shit. And I came up. <laughs> Boom, double barrel. Spoiler. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers you, all day today. <laughs> if you haven't seen Boys in the Hood, and I'm sorry. now. Come on, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, it was just like, and it, it, it reminds me of what, the discourse of this you know what's been going on lately oh yeah, yeah about yeah. like the you know whole easy mode and should it be an easy mode and all that stuff and creator intent right and stuff like that but it just reminds me of all that stuff and uh yeah i was just i was just so happy at that moment because if anybody's ever played a dark souls game or souls like um i mean a, a souls born game they know that you take your wins wherever they come i mean there totally. are the, the purists that want to do it the way yeah, yeah that the yeah. game presents it to you but man Just i'm not i'm not done. that guy no yeah i'm trying to kill you yeah i'm I've, a ninja i got a couple Any wins, way i can get it i got a couple wins in with with like bigger enemy like i guess smaller level enemies mm-hmm. but ones that have intricate attacks where i was like oh i'll take it yeah. like a win's a win man absolutely um but yeah, that's it. so. Actually, that reminds me. We're gonna kind of break format a little bit, yeah, yeah, just yeah. because Damon sent in, sent in a question that's like way too good to hold off to the question segment. So we're gonna play it now, real quick. And here it is. Yo, Paul Cam, what's up? It's Damon, uh, aka Nomad, and I got a question. I put in combined almost four hundred hours, four hundred and fifty hours actually, on. My Switch playing Dead Cells and Wizard of Legends, the majority of that time, over 325 hours being spent with Dead Cells. And, you know, those are like, you know, roguelikes and like you lose all your crap when you die. You got to start all over. And I usually don't play games like that. Like I stayed the hell away from all the Dark Souls because like, yo, I'm trying to have fun when I'm playing my games. Same. But all this talk about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice has me wondering, is it time to maybe dive in or are the games so different when we're talking about Sekiro and Wizard of Legend and Dead Cells that it's not really worth comparing your experience and saying, hey, maybe I should try that other one. So first of all, fantastic question. Yes. Which is really interesting because you also labeled it Dead Cells plus Wizard of Legend equals Sekiro? Question mark? Mm, and, and that's what you were talking about right. before. Like you know how to play these games. Right, totally. And what's interesting is you played Wizard of Legend. Mm-hmm. I played a little bit of it, but I didn't get enough into it to like understand it fully. Right. And I played Dead Cells. Um, so we can sort of answer this question. And, and like like Cam just said a second ago, it's, it's kind of like what I was just talking about where it's like, I think you're totally ready to play Sekiro because the game also does a really good job of onboarding people to its systems. Like, like, a, like a good game should, in my opinion. I think it does a better job than any other... Uh, Soulsborne? Souls, yeah, Soulsborne games. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, a lot of people like the text-based stuff where it's like you have to walk to a sign and learn how to do the thing. But they don't right. overly explain anything. Uh, in this one, they, they kind of like, yo, if you need time, yo, sit in this practice area yeah. and do the thing until you get the timing down. There's literally like a practice dummy mm-hmm. that will practice with you. And in a lot of ways, it's like teaching me the intricacies of like... The same way you would in Smash or any fighting game where it's like, okay, let me look at the move set. The game will even tell you while you're training for it. Like, And you could also try practicing other ones in, you know, in that safe space. But yeah, I think it's the you should totally jump into Sekiro. It's, it's, it's super, super rewarding. Also because like 
and find people, find message boards, find Twitter threads, whatever you need. Maybe it's even the show. Maybe it's the Discord. Where, like, because before, like, I, like before we started recording, Cam told me like, oh, you don't have the this thing, yeah. and I was like, no, where, where is it? It's like you you walked right past it. I was like, what? So like having those discussions now, I think is kind of fun too, because people like I'm a week behind, so by that like in that sense, like. I'm learning from everyone else's mistakes, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun, but I'm also allowed to make my own and, and you're going to be allowed to make your own and, and you're going to find your own path, your own things that work better for you. Like when I was playing, I was using the shurikens and you were like, oh, I didn't really use them like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, like, I'm going to start using like them that way. sniping dudes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to start using that because yeah. that's really dope. Like I didn't know it kills them in like two hits. Yeah. Especially the archers because they mm-hmm. can't defend themselves. So because the archers always give me problems because they're so fucking annoying. That's one thing I don't like about Sekiro is there's no friendly fire, which I get. It's it's more challenging that way. Mm. Like their arrows will f- go right through them each other. And I'm like, all right, fine. Um, I mentioned before, like not loving the camera either. The camera can yeah, be really it's wonky. A little weird. It does the thing that like a lot of I find Japanese games does. Correct. Do it auto corrects the camera where it's like, let me keep it this way. Right. Like don't correct it. Like uh, Yakuza does that. And it drives me crazy. But I totally think you're ready to play. Yeah, I, I think you're ready to play it. They are. I haven't played Dead Cells, but it is very different from uh, Wizard of Legend because I think Wizard of Legend is actually, it's even more heartbreaking when you lose because you lose all your shit. Mm. I mean, you do pick up new, you know, you get enough coins that you can buy a new spell. Um, but again, you still have to, only, you only get to pick two or right. one or if I, however many. I haven't played it in a while, but you only get to pick one and then you have to go through again. And you you start to learn the the, the the moves of each each um, enemy, mm. and you know the environment a little bit better, so you know how to like clear out stuff and look for the shop or look for the 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 thing to buy. Uh, you know what skills you want. Right. Um. In Sekiro, in other Soulsborne games in general, like you can even though you're losing, you're dying, and you're going back, you still have that. You still have. You can go back and get your souls. You can keep your experience in Sekiro. Like if you yeah. like you have literally there's a experience bar in Sekiro and as long as it's um, full or at the beginning you won't lose any more experience you'll lose some coins and that you know there's a way to circumvent that if you right. buy like the coin purses or whatever yeah but you're not really losing a lot mm. to it's be honest very forgiving, yeah, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's they and they put a lot of scary things in there with the dragon rot and all that stuff like it's made to make you want to be cautious they're yeah, doing the, everything just to scare you it That's, raises the stakes <laughs> absolutely yeah. it's there yeah. to raise the stakes but also like here's another thing another thing that grinds my gears <laughs> um the thing the discourse in general what kept me away from bloodborne and, and dark souls was like, oh man, it's so hard, man. Right. Like, it's so punishing and this and that. And like, that's tr- very true for the game. Yeah, it's, it's a hard game. It's not a difficult lie. game. Yeah, it's a difficult game, but it's not impossible. impossible. It's not impossible. And they frame it that way all the time. And it's with such these games. bullshit. It's like, it, there's a discussion happening that I, I don't know if we, well, we put it in the, in the news mm-hmm. section, but like, there's a discussion happening that right now with, like you mentioned before, developer intent and like, you know, an easy option for Sekiro, mm-hmm. which like, you know, depending on how you feel about that, whatever, but the, there's this like weird it, it reminds me of like this private clubhouse <laughs> yeah. where you're like yo man like you gotta learn the password bro. i own it yeah this yeah. is our space you gotta you gotta earn your right to be here there's a lot of That's what do you bullshit. call that um uh gatekeeping gatekeeping yeah for sure there's a lot of that and like i get it like because you you feel like oh man especially if you were like early on in these games you feel like oh man like a lot of people weren't playing this hard thing but again 
there's other hard games, like really hard game. Like Dark Souls is not the hardest game out there. To be honest, Sh- uh, Shinobi or whatever. That, oh my god, that's <laughs> impossible. Like, those games Jesus. are impossible. Yeah. Or the um, what's the other ninja game? Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Like those are way to me. I can't play those games. Yeah, me neither. You know, like at least I can make a build to get past. I can grind. You have the freedom. To, the freedom yeah. to do all this stuff. Like, um, you know, so having your hard game and wanting to feel like ownership over that. I think it, you know, that's the like root of it. Like, I'm not gonna tell you how to feel about the whatever, but I think you need to like expand a little bit. Yeah, you know, like it's it's not yours, right? <laughs> and you shouldn't feel like, yeah, I did this impossible thing. It's hard. It was hard for you. Yeah, own that. I get it. It was yeah. hard for you, but it's not impossible. No, 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 no. no. And I, I think that's like one thing that I would love to impart on anybody listening to this who's curious is like, try it out. Right. Like, give it a shot and like. I'm telling you right now, like it's a very gratifying experience. And if you happen to have played God of War mm-hmm. or Hollow Knight, you pretty much played a FromSoft game. You've at least played the the sort of like ripple of like mm-hmm. the uh, you know of the impact that those games have, and uh, and you 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 know the language because you you know video games aren't this mystical thing that's like super hard to interpret and, and figure out. Granted, they're complicated. They can be mm-hmm. really intricate. They can be intricate in ways, but like. There, it's not impossible, and right, I think right. that you shouldn't be dissuaded. Like, you probably will pour a lot of time into this, depending on how you are. I the, mean, that's the nature of the game. Sure, right? sure. That's that is the the game. Like, and that's I, like the prerequisite. And I think that's the what people use to kind of scare people away. Like, especially, I mean, now like souls, like I mean, um, roguelites are very commonplace. Uh, like everybody's at least paid something. Like oh yeah, yeah. so. I think we're more used to it now. Like, I think less people are afraid to get into this game. But I remember, like, hearing about Dark Souls, and the only person I knew had even played these things were Ray, and he mm. used to play everything. Like, he would play the hard game, you know? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma or some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't... That that wasn't really interesting to me at that time in my life because I was like, that doesn't sound fun. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, you die and you lose all your shit. You got to come back and do it again. Like, how is that fun for you? Right. Yeah. But they don't yeah. tell you the intricate parts. Like, this, this way, you, you're still learning. You're still coming back. And, like, you know, and, and Sekiro is the same thing. So, like, definitely give it a shot when you get some, you know, if you don't have the bread or whatever. Like, when you get some, like, do that. Or know? get it on sale. If, get it on if, sale. If you're, kinda if hesitant, you're like, yeah. ah, I might not like it, get it on sale. Maybe uh, borrow someone's CD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, too, before, Disc. also just go in comfortable with the fact that you're gonna suck for a while absolutely and that's 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 it that's like that's any video game really like mm-hmm. any fight any new fighting game any new shooter like you're gonna be bad for a bit like you're not gonna get your chicken dinner on your first game you have to lose over and over again like yeah. 20 times before you get close to, again to me like street fighter playing a, a, someone really good in street fighter is way more frustrating than oh, this yeah. these games because <laughs> you can't figure it out at all right. there's no telegraphing right, there's right. no there's no like onboarding right exactly. and this game this game does like you know the mario one dash one thing of like oh this light enemy has a spear mm-hmm. he's teaching you how to eventually face someone else who will have that same sort of attack that same sort of thrust or thrust, whatever right and uh, yeah, and, and you'll you'll find a, uh, an icon that you haven't noticed before, and you 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 use your grappling hook, and you're like, oh wait, I see that icon again now. Like I know what it's for. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not as impossible as like a lot of these you know, as, people as online. It's framed, I, yeah, you know? totally. It's it's definitely it's definitely digestible in a way that like you'd be surprised. Um, I mean, I I definitely am. But so far, loving the game. 
Uh, I, I can't wait to play it. Right now, I'm at the... I did things out of order very briefly, but yeah. right now I'm facing that ogre that's chained up like a, around its neck. Mr. Dropkick Man. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of cool. He dropped the elbow on my ass. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's kind of cool. That's a really good um, So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really curious to play more of it, but um, I guess moving on... So this game completely took me by surprise. I found out about it this week, and I started playing it this yeah. week. The game called Islanders by Grizzly Games. Um, I played it on stream the other day for like two hours uh, with Chris. And um, so Grizzly Games, for those who might kind of be familiar with the name, they made a game a while ago called Superflight. It's like this procedurally generated like gliding game where you have to like kind of go for as long as you can before you obviously like hit a wall or just you know hit hit whatever. Um, really really cool actually. Really really dope game that was really really cheap too. But Islanders is basically this really minimal city building game that takes place on that takes place on procedurally generated islands. So uh, you start off on a really tiny island, and the goal of the game is to place enough buildings down. You get to choose between like two things: like you do you want a uh, was it like a lumberjack or a farmer or whatever. For example, mm. you pick lumberjack, you put it down, and when you're like hovering around the island with your mouse, like to put, to find a place for this thing, it'll tell you like. Because of these trees that are in the vicinity, you'll get plus one for every tree. So you try to group in as many trees into the bubble. It's like a little area of, you know, it's a little radius. And you plop it down and you get like 10 points, let's say. It goes into the bottom left where like your total score is. And you want to hit a, a minimum amount of score. Uh, so then you can unlock the next like tier of building things. So you can add more shit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even before you plant the buildings down, if you hover your mouse over the icons, it'll tell you like you know plus five for being near the statue plus one for being near a tree Mm. so you know ahead of time like all right uh i'm gonna put this down here i'm gonna put this over here because it overlaps and they they get bonuses off each other they add to my total score if you fail to meet the minimum requirement of points at the bottom left then you lose and you have to start over start over on a new island oh so it's not it's time no no no. i mean it's it's i guess it's turn based then yeah so So you're putting one thing down at a time yep Okay. And so it eliminates, it's very simple. It's like super, super simple um, in a way that's like extremely elegant. Right. So uh, you, you're you putting these things down, you're, you're accumulating the score. Once you hit that score again, you get that new tier of buildings to put down. You put down more buildings. And on your bottom left, there's an icon of an island mm-hmm. and it's filling up the more points you go. So you have to probably go through like three or four levels of these things. Then it fills up, and then it's like, all right, you're ready to go to your next island. It's From that point, like that. bigger island. But if you wanted to, before you move on to that new island, you can stay on your island and max it out. So the idea of the game in the long run is to just get a fucking huge score. Okay, That's you. the end game. Uh, there's no, like, forever island. Like, you have to be okay with this, with this idea of impermanence, which mm. I think is really beautiful. Um, so you have to be okay with the fact that, like, this thing once you're done you move on Mm -hmm. and it's like a it's like you're like this weird startup bro where you're like starting up these companies and you move on and you just leave yeah magnesis and shit yeah (laughs) you just move on to the next thing you get jaw rule and you find another island (laughs) and you find yeah you find out how to fix the plumbing so then uh what's cool is like so once you uh, once you unlock the next island the fail state is removed Mm. so now it's just a matter of when as long as you stay on that island now it's just a matter of like, how can I squeeze every last drop out of this island before I can't put anything down anymore? And I just have to move on. And you move on. You move on to a new island, blank slate. And what, what's the max score? I don't know if there oh, is. It, it, oh, there isn't. Yeah, like for your overall score. Got you. So there is a 
a right way to do things up to a certain point. Yeah, because okay. eventually you'll you'll run out of like bonuses for these buildings, and okay. you just can't put down you anything more, okay. and you just have to move on. the The benefit though is like that score rolls over to the next island. So, oh, so you're already ahead of the game. Yes, but the, the each island has their own, I guess, predetermined point system. So gotcha. it's not like you know you you get this huge thing and now you can just unlimited yeah. spend on you the next island. It. It's like no no you gotta start over from scratch. You get one set of buildings to build. Start from ground from like from level one all over again. Which sounds kind of weird, but also it's like through the process of putting down things and and learning how to like any city builder, you learn mm-hmm. okay this thing goes here. But I should I know that like in four turns I'm gonna I, need this yeah. thing. Right, I need the plumbing. Yeah, I need. But yeah, but like thankfully you're not doing plumbing yeah, or okay, any road right. work or any traffic stuff. It's all that stuff is gone. But you have to like worry about like all right. So I know the beach. I want to keep the beach clear for this. I want to keep this plateau clear for that. I want to keep you know the there's got to be a fissure in the water over here somewhere. Super super fucking like captivating and like meditative experience. Yeah. And it teaches you about about being patient, about being persistent, about like, you know, not wanting to like much like Sekiro in a lot of ways, like not rushing in and like just feeling you ha- feeling like you have to put everything down immediately. Mm-hmm. Like eventually you learn this cadence of, all right, I've put down these buildings. I still have stuff in my thing, but I unlocked the next tier. Let me go to the next tier because that'll inform where I put the things that are held over, right. like, you know, like waiting to be placed. So super like. It's five dollars. It's on Steam only for Windows at the moment. Oh, damn. Yeah, I would have loved to see. To I mean, it might still. I don't know if it. it I had. I, I should probably ask them see if they have any plans for any console release. But I could see this working on mobile only because you kind of need to pa- drag it. To drag it, yeah. Because there are moments where, like, with the mouse, um, you're playing. Oh, this is the other part of it too is like you're rotating these buildings and you're playing like a puzzle game. You're right. playing Tetris and you're, you're playing, you're fitting things like with L shapes around corners and you're putting, you know, fountains in the middle of where you, you designated a space for a fountain where, where, where parks and all this other stuff. And you're playing a puzzle game while you're playing this thing. So you do need that level of like finesse where you need to kind of like shoehorn buildings and parks and, and, warehouses and circuses resorts you know all this other stuff you're finding out like ways to like just get it in there with the mouse and like moving it around that like (coughs) i can't imagine trying to do that with like an analog stick i could be wrong they could probably figure out a way to do it there's probably a way to figure out how to do it it'll probably take much longer but it could still work but this is one of the first times where I'm like, oh yeah, this is like definitely like kind of a PC game or maybe a mobile game. At, I like this at artwork. Most. It's super minimal, yeah, yeah really, really beautiful. Cute. But um, yeah, it's five bucks. It's on it's on Steam at the moment. Um, I'm loving this game. I forgot to transfer my save over from like the manual save from the PC at work, so I didn't get it. Ch- I was gonna play it this weekend. I might still play some tonight. Um, but I really wanted to stream it. But I wanted to stream it from the save that I had going. But I also like the game kind of encourages you to like start over anyway. Yeah, so like, you might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Um. I'm into it. So yeah, that game, and then I also started playing a game this morning called Elder Scrolls Blades, which I've had access to oh, yeah. for a while. Yeah, um, I signed up for like the early access build, which I think it's currently in a while ago, and I got a notification like earlier in the week that I was like, "Hey, you're ready to play," but I just haven't played it yet. But this morning, I finally decided to crack it open and just like give it a chance. And um, I tried to play it on the subway, and it required like a gig download, and I was like, "Oh, I can't do this right now." So I just waited till I got home, played it this morning, and it's basically like mini digestible skyrim but it's not as obviously not as open right not as like fully fleshed out it's definitely like a mobile version version a stripped down version 
where and but it's like super up my alley so you what i found interesting too which i love is you can play it portrait and you can also play it uh landscape what do you prefer um i kind of prefer landscape but i started playing it portrait and it totally works in portrait mode so you can play it with one, one hand, hand if you want it oh, okay. so the That's way you my... play it with one hand is it's in first person and you tap on the ground to move around oh so it's point and click yeah and so it's like a point and click adventure and then you just like you kind of move you hold the you hold with your thumb and you move around to look around and uh so you're, you're going through these like levels that are predetermined and uh you're like you know you're picking up in, you know uh materials and stuff like wood and, and other stuff to build with which i'll get to in a second but then you're finding enemies and you have to hold down to and release to attack and you can like attack their head or their you know their shield or whatever and you also have a shield you eventually get like spells you can cast and it's done really like really elegantly like really really simple and if you play it like um with two hands with two fingers it's actually a lot easier it, it plays more like a traditional you know skyrim with right. like two virtual thumbsticks and whatever and you have to tap tap things <clears throat> What's cool is uh, after you do those like missions or whatever, you go back to a, like a, this huge town that has been destroyed and your goal is to build the town back up and right. that's super up my fucking alley. <laughs> and so you, you have to like, when you go on these missions, you're accepting these missions from like NPCs and like, like very Skyrim fashion. You're like, oh, there's a thing over here. Go get it. And then, you know, help me do this thing and I'll give you money or I'll give you whatever. Um, so you get like the blacksmith, you help him. You can build them wherever too. Like you, I, I built them right by the door. So I knew where he was. And, um, yeah, you just build stuff and you can craft more armor, more weapons. You can also, so you create a character. When you get a helmet, the helmet actually shows up on the character. Like, that's awesome. it's really fucking cool. It's, yeah. it's kind of clumsy. And the one thing I kind of don't like about it real quick is it has, you, you, you'll collect these chests. And this is where like the gotcha game mechanic comes in, mm. where you, you'll collect a chest and sometimes it'll be like five seconds to open. Other times it's like three hours, put like set notifications right. or buy this magical currency and and open it, it now, now. yeah, yeah. Get which your plus three sword yeah which is like okay so i think if i would say be warned if you if you are you know susceptible to falling into those traps of you oh, know right yeah falling into that feeding a thing money and, and spending tons of time into it i'd probably stay away from this game until they address that problem um but for me it's not a problem thankfully i'm, I'm fortunate right, enough where to just I'll yeah. put it down for three hours. I'll come right, back. Yeah. I'm not in a rush. Uh, but the overall experience is it's a lot of fun. I've actually been having a lot of fun with it. That's awesome. I remember when they uh, announced this one, I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. I, I don't know what the status... At the, uh... It was at E3 2018. Yeah. They shut it off. And people were like, what? And this is kind of weird. Weird, yeah. But it's Elder Scrolls. I'm it's like a it. mini Elder Scrolls for your phone, and it kind of works, and I probably will play more of it, assuming it doesn't require a constant internet connection because... Oh, right then it's like a no-go for me. It might be a thing that I do in the morning while I'm on the tr- on, the, on the platform, and, and that's probably it. But yeah. otherwise... <laughs> back to wordscapes. Back, yeah, back to like, yeah, Sudoku <laughs> or something. Um, but that's pretty much it. That's all on my plate. That's um, awesome, yeah. Yeah, a lot of games. But I'm, I'm really interested in that uh, Island Builder one. Oh, man, it's so good. I'm, I'm also... Islanders. I'm going to ask to see if it's coming out on anything else. I would be shocked if it wasn't. Like, it kind of is a no-brainer for Switch, like... But uh, like you said, I think the phone might be the way to go, though. Yeah, but it's like tiny. It'll be tiny on your phone. Yeah, big ass phone, dog. I guess. I got the Galaxy Ten Plus. <laughs> if you could like zoom in, probably because on, on PC I don't think you can zoom in. But if there's a way to zoom in, I think it's definitely worth trying out. All right, cool. Jumping into news for the week. Um, our first story is a really bizarre one. Um, Mario Odyssey and Zelda will support Labo VR, which is really interesting. So if if you haven't heard, uh. <laughs> 
Labo has like released this thing where it's basically VR. It's kind of cool. There's some really cool, neat little mini games um, that we wrote about on the site a while ago. But um, now Nintendo announced that Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild will have support for it. So I think Mario Odyssey has like specifically built out tiny levels for this VR component. Um, And I think that game will work because granted it's a 720p resolution, so it's not the best. Um, but it is running at 60 frames. The one I'm more curious about is Zelda because yeah. Zelda runs at 30 and, and it looks like from the trailer that they, that they put out, they definitely have like downgraded the resolution. So I'm curious if they have also downgraded it enough. Yeah. To yeah. Bump, bump up the, the frame rate. Yeah. Um, because that would make me make people really, really sick if they're playing that at 30 frames. So I'm curious to see if, uh, if that's already been answered, I haven't really checked yet, but if, if it will get addressed because that's kind of interesting. Like we we kind of theorized that like oh this could probably work as a VR thing because you know phones do it, um, but now they're actually doing it, which is interesting. I'm I'm super interested to see how it like feels, right? Like because I really dig the Labo stuff, like and how like well, it feels like that yeah like, that solid kind of feel to everything they've they've made so far. So uh, I'm I'm interested just to check it out. Yeah, same. Like and since I already have a. Switch. Yeah, switch it's not like i'm buying this for this you know like i'm not coming like oh now i'm gonna buy a switch because we got <laughs> right. VR, vr but like yeah. yeah it'd be cool to just have that around like hey you want to play some mario in vr it's also so cool because i i haven't played astrobot but i have played um yeah, that's really good what's the one with the little mouse oh yeah d'artagnan uh he looks like a three musketeer dude yeah yeah I forget what it's called, but I, I played the one with the mouse on PlayStation and that one was really good because it was like, oh yeah, like platformers totally work in VR too. It doesn't have to be this first person perspective. And you feel like Mario, yeah. like Nintendo's kind of late to the game at this point and seeing a VR Mario thing, I'm like, yeah, give me that yeah. shit. I don't know about Zelda so much, but like if it works, that's cool. But I want to see more of the Mario shit, like more bite-sized Mario Astrobot type shit, like 100 percent just stuff. like fucking with the world around them oh that'd be cool. and you're like looking at mario jump over your head and shit like that'd i want to cool. see a vr uh mario maker mm. that'd be kind of cool oh that would be interesting like an auto kind of run that's gonna thing. take like 20 years by yeah, nintendo's fucking at nintendo's pace um our second story was like kind of the biggest story this week um so if you haven't read about it which i'd be i'd be shocked or at least heard about it um jason schreier at kotaku did this really awesome reporting on what went wrong with Anthem. And and we've kind of all hypothesized and, and guessed at what could have gone wrong with the game because when it launched, it was like super disappointing. And even during the beta, we were like, oh, I guess this is it. And like, like I'd, I'd mentioned before, like the moment to moment stuff kind of felt okay. It felt mm-hmm. pretty good. Like it felt like the flying felt awesome. Um, being able to use the different abilities and stuff, that felt really great. But like the actual meat and potatoes, like it just didn't hold a candle to like the division two for example and when i started playing the division two i was like oh that's what this could be like that's yeah. what one of these is like mm-hmm. i was like damn like the loot system's good like the the mission structure is great like every the, even just like being able to access your inventory on the fly and like no loading screens right, really yeah. like and if they are they're really masked really well mm-hmm. um so it was like kind of a shock like this game was being hyped up for all these years for like six or seven years and through Jason's reporting, he was able to find out that, like, much of the development happened within the last, like, 12 to 16 months. That shit's bizarre, Which man. is 
unbelievable. Where were you 16 months ago? That's how long this took right. to make, which is not long enough to build a game like this. No. And <laughs> and, and what, what also bugs me out is the year we went to E3 right. at that conference is where they first showed off the demo. That's true. Yeah. we That's the first time we yeah, saw what yeah, it looked yeah, like in action. Yeah. And that demo was built out just for E3. And I think they like in the, in the article, which by the way, please Very go good. to Kotaku.com yeah, and read it. Early this it's week. so amazing. Uh, I also did. I also worked on a video about it, which is like the Cliff Notes version. So if you want to watch that one, I guess watch that. But then also read the real article. Um, nah, but watch, this watch the video too. <laughs> get, get, let me get a view, bro. Let me get a view. Um, but what's so interesting is like that they were like just still deciding on like whether or not they wanted to do flight, have flight in the game. They right. they pulled it out. They put it back in. Well, that's not inappropriate. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, but it was uh, it's crazy sequence of or this wild sequence of events where like you know, management and or like executive level decisions were happening that were impacting, you know, the the developers. And then people were like crunching extremely hard. They were taking leave to, for like depression and, and anxiety and be just overworking themselves. And like this horrible, horrible studio in crisis that was like trying to keep their heads above water, like when it clearly wasn't working. There was one part where they were talking about like even like just the name right. and where that came from and how they basically had to build out to to um justify the name of the game like literally what you're doing in the game is because they had to call it anthem that's unbelievable it's like what? yeah it's, it's it's like oh yeah let's build a game around the title like no no that's not how this works, that's not how it works. and it, it sucks because like you know under the right leadership and the right time and and you know decision you yeah. know mainly leadership in my opinion like but also like the the lack of of bioware and and you know also to an extent ea not listening to the people who are making the thing mm -hmm. like them telling them hey yo uh frostbite this engine that dice made is not the it's, best it's for like, everything it sucks man it kind of sucks everybody says it sucks like Arr. working on that must really be a pain in the ass and it's like <sighs> damn dog again it sucks. Why are you making us use this engine? It sucks too when you hear about like the conceptual, like initial ideas around like how weather would impact things mm -hmm. and like the way things would, would work originally was like kind of fascinating. Like there would have been a cool idea had they not just kind of bent to the will of like, you know, these really poor decisions that were being made. Um, but yeah, like, and then the day this thing came out, like within minutes of it releasing, uh, Jason claimed that he gave him a bunch of bullet points that were like, hey, here's everything I'm going to talk about. Um, we, we would like a response if you don't we're going to run it regardless like that's how journalism works right. um, the post went live and then within minutes they had their response which was clearly not like you don't read that article in like three minutes no that's like a good 10-15 minute read like, he posted it posted yeah it. but he live it published <laughs> um, and it was just like cowardly response of like we don't you know address uh, pieces that like take shots and, and this and that and it's like that's not that's what that's not the goal of the, what, what journalism is about it's like getting to the truth and just telling people what's going on right I'm just reporting yeah that's like literally my job like you can't get mad for someone telling you about you know what you're doing you're 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 doing it's you <laughs> yeah you did this um yeah so yeah if you get a chance to read the article but it's also like it's a real bummer because I mean I don't know if who knows a year from now, two years from now, this could have like the no man's sky, you know, rise from the ashes story mm -hmm. where it's like, maybe they get their shit together. And this becomes a thing that we like, we look back on and we're like, wow, remember how fucking much of a clusterfuck that was in the beginning. Now look at, look, look at where it is. 
who knows but i don't feel hopeful that that might happen i i do feel i do have my reservations i do feel like it is a huge bummer that this continues to happen over and over and over again and like I don't know, man. Something's got to change. It sucks, man. It sucks. I feel lot. like every week we're talking about Ugh. these developers and shit. It sucks, and man. These companies just preying upon their workers, and it's nothing you can do. Also, when you're the little guy. Totally. Yeah, yeah. and and it also like I don't know. I hope that like I I like like to believe that our listeners and stuff are a little more critical when they when they hear about these things and they're mm-hmm. not just completely buying in and and wanting to be best friends with these developers and right. these publishers. Um, yeah, you should definitely, like, if you're looking into, like, getting into the games world, like, you know, just be careful with that stuff. Totally. That, yeah. That's, that's, just yeah. Very, that's... Be very careful about who you're, uh, you know, just propping up without questioning. Right, right. Because that could backfire easily. And then, and, like, that, the statement they released was, like, them appealing to those people dog being like look don't listen to them it's bullshit it's fake news and it's like yeah that's not that's what it that's was not good man yeah it's not good um all right cool our next story more of an uplifting story yeah uh, cowboy bebop has been cast for live action live action yeah, yeah the live action cowboy the netflix live action series so um we it's got essentially just an american version of, yeah oh. basically which is like i'm in yeah. i'm into it i want to see it uh we got john cho uh mustafa shakir and who's the who are the other two people? So we got Daniela uh, Pineda and Alex Hassel. So John Cho, if you don't know John Cho, is John Cho's that dude. He's super dope. Um, he's being he's being cast as Spike, which is an interesting choice, but also like I'm super into it. Yeah, because like you don't necessarily see him as like the cool, right. like you know, just like he is very cool. He's mad cool, but yeah. like not Spike level of like nonchalant, like, cool. Pop collar, yeah, pop collar, like uh, cigarette in your mouth. I have to do this thing, but yeah. but I like, but, and I'm good at the thing, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but but I kind of hope they like go their own way. Oh yeah, yeah, no. you know what I mean. I, I think they're, to... they're definitely gonna go like give him more of the spike, but like imagine him with like a little bit longer hair, right, and like stubble, right, right, and, like, right. You know that gruff kind of like, but still like kind of wacky yeah. and, and like slapstick, fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also like pretty diverse cast too, like um. The, uh, what's his name? Mustafa, uh, Mustafa Shakir. Shakir. He was in um, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. He was. Very, he was very good in that show. And then we got Daniela Pineda. She was in. Um, she was in something we were Jurassic just talking World. about. Jurassic World. Jurassic World Two. She was in the like. She was a part of the team. Yeah, she was cool. Yeah, she was dope. I don't know who Alex. Is she gonna be Faye? Is, is that what it is? I'm not sure. The, so the one question we had was, what are they gonna do with Ed? Yeah, they, I think they're holding out just because you know. That's a tough. Oh yeah, choice. no, she, she's gonna play Faye. Um, oh cool 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 that's yeah oh yeah he's in the deuce uh mustafa shakir also oh, watch the deuce it's i've good. heard it's good my brother it's, told me to watch it's it. the entire cast from the wire because it's the guy who made the wire so nice yeah um but yeah we were talking about like who would cast uh who would be cast as ed because i think that's going to be very tricky right because you need uh you know someone who's not necessarily uh how would you say that like like someone who's like not like more androgynous. Yeah, androgynous. Nah, so like, yeah, because it, it was very clear in the show that like Ed kind of ahead ahead of the time. See what I did there? Hey, um, rhymed. She, <laughs> I rhymed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, they were very like that character in particular was very non-binary. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned off the show there was a particular episode where it sort of gets addressed. Yeah, at, at some point, and I, I wonder like if anybody else remembers this, but like, uh, at some point. 
uh, Ed is changing clothes with Faye, and Faye remarks off off camera, basically like, "Oh, you're a girl," and then like Ed laughs, and it's like, "Oh, okay." And, yeah, that, yeah. and then that was like because I guess that's the whole bit, right? It's just like we don't know. It's where, like a MacGuffin. Ed oh. kind of comes out of nowhere, and you don't know, you know who ed is and like right. and then they go into a backstory and I, I can't remember if her father or his father or their father their father yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if their father uh actually addresses i can't remember i, I would have to like rewatch it yeah which i'm probably due for another rewatch i haven't watched it in a couple years I was, when this got when this news broke i was like i'm gonna rewatch this yeah for thing. sure um yeah uh i'm excited man me too i want to see what that's like i hope they i hope they make it cool like i hope they yeah. I, I want them to kind of go off the beaten path i want i want them to take the themes but sure. not necessarily like, like don't try to yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i don't want them to really hit all the like make jet jet and the, you know all that stuff i want them to also modernize it a bit too so like the ed thing like let's actually get into it like, yeah, yeah, yeah like if someone addresses it this time around don't have Faye or whatever be like oh you're a girl yeah be like just leave it be like right. none of your fucking business it doesn't this matter should be the answer because <laughs> at the end of the day it doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter um but also like yeah just the idea of like we've seen really cool, interesting adaptations of things recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cause I, I think immediately of one of my feel, my, my feeling it this week, Shazam. And also like Alita battle angel and like things in the past that like, we're starting to get to a place where we're starting to make things a little more true to their like original essences, which I think is fun. And like yeah. something that we've been missing out on a lot. And I have a theory, which I'll get into in my feeling it <laughs> later on, but this makes me excited because it's like, oh yeah, anime is this weird but really fucking cool thing. Absolutely. And they should lean into that. Like, And Netflix is kind of the perfect place to do it because you don't have to worry about you know, censorship or, I mean, for the most part, you don't have to worry about these time restraints or whatever. You can release a whole season at once. Like, How how, how many uh, episodes do you think this is going to be? I hope 10. 10? Like for the first, I hope they do it in seasons. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope it's kind of short in the beginning. Yeah. Because I think like, 30 or whatever how how many was he be about like 28 26 or something like that mm-hmm. it's around there it's in the 20s for sure yeah that's what i like about the show it's yeah. like so short and sweet yeah, super yeah. concise there's a you know the, there are movie there's a movie or movies there's two movies there's one movie there's one movie um yeah it's very good yeah I've it's really it good. over 100 times. yeah 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 you put me on you're like you gotta <laughs> yeah, watch yeah, it. yeah it's great uh so yeah i'm really excited about this uh it makes me hopeful for potential future adaptations for other netflix series i wonder so. how they're gonna handle vicious also yeah it's true because he's like not present in the show at all. Yeah, that's until true. the very end. That popping we're getting is weird. It's this thing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely this weird yeah. wire. Sorry, but I'm, I'm hyped. Yeah, let, me too. Let us know what you think about Bebop. Should they have touched it? Yes, or should they have um, left it alone? Or yeah. what other anime? Or what other anime adaptation would you like to see? Ooh. Um, GT- no. GTO. But no one knows what the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know GTO. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm gonna let you borrow the. I have the DVD set. No, it's, on, it's on. It's on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I'll be, but before August, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, word, country was slacking. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. Our next story. Uh, this one I thought was kind of fun. I thought I'd pick it out just for the discussion's sake. But so there has been a discussion. If you haven't seen it, if you've been living under a rock, about Sekiro having an easy mode or mm-hmm. having more um, accessible, you know, sliders here and there that could basically make it more accessible for people. Um. Which I I have opinions on, but basically uh, the creator of Celeste, which is also a phenomenal oh, right. game, you can custom fully customize. Uh, so, okay, I'm into. This. Yeah, this is good, right? <laughs> so Matt Thorson at Matt Thorson on Twitter, mm-hmm. he wrote, "If Sekiro had a Celeste style assist mode, and he put you know 
uh, colon. First thing, combat speed, 50 to 100%. Uh, sets game speed while enemies are aggroed. Resurrections, plus one or infinite. Invisible while sneaking. Infinite posture. Invincible while drinking gourd or always. So there are things that, like, you know, essentially you could tweak here and there that would make certain stumbling blocks easier to mm-hmm. learn. And then maybe later on you turn them off if you wanted to or you just leave them on the whole time. Mm-hmm. How do you, where do you fit in the sh- like? Well, can Sekiro have an easy mode? Well, when you asked me last week, uh, I hadn't heard the argument at all. Uh, I'm way into entertaining this argument because I think it's fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, me too. But I, I don't. Yeah, I don't see the big deal with like, like, I don't see the backlash to having an easy mode. I don't think it takes away from the experience because it's not your experience, right? Right. Like, again, if it's not bothering you what does it does it feel like someone's taking something away from you like oh well, i had to struggle yeah you should all struggle. you should all struggle yeah. too it, i was born I, th- I think here. that's what it is totally. it's like you know so i i really don't give a shit um i think i personally think the fun of it you know is getting over those hills but again i don't really necessarily come to these games for the combat i, I like the stories within it i like the the environments i like looking yeah. around and seeing how the stuff is connected that's what i come to these games for i think from so it's a genius uh level game design like just some of the stuff they do is like you literally put something over there just so i can walk that way yeah so i can see the weird sign you have here like you know or the the, the snake skin hanging like yeah 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 that's all you did that for like it and i think that's the important stuff around the game for me personally so Easy mode doesn't affect me at all. Just just the same way hard mode doesn't affect me. Like I don't want any of that. I'm I'm good. I'm good at the. Yeah. I'm good the way it is. Totally. Um. And, and maybe if I wanted to like dissect the game and, and kind of like people debug these games all the time just so they can go through and look at stuff and right. Kind of break the game in right. a way. So I, I I really don't see it. and especially we're not even they didn't even talk about like the the fact that some people might need right an easy mode just to even do this like like i said last week like maybe people don't have the ability to do certain other some of the movements right and you know uh i i don't know man and also i want to shout out sekiro for giving a decent amount of customization yeah i was surprised you you can like swap buttons you can like i tried it for a bit and i went back to the default controls i was like oh actually they were right they were right (laughs) um but yeah I, i i agree i like i think um josh on our site wrote a really good piece about how like an easy mode has never ruined a game and which it's true like it never has absolutely not and like i think uh patrick klepik too also had a really good piece on on vice about how like the you know, cheesing bosses and like finding ways to to do things. I said the shit out of it. <laughs> Yo, and I'm happy. Do what you got to do, man. Do to this day, to this day. Uh, we've been doing that shit since Grand Theft Auto days with cheat, right, codes, cheat codes and like you know your one annoying friend who just low kicks you the whole time in Mortal Kombat or whatever. Like there are way there are systems and and players always try to like figure out different ways to break them. Mm-hmm. Like that's basically what speed running is, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's finding another game within the game. But I also feel like. Why should it bother you if someone else is playing this game on easy? Again, it's like even the even in these games there are ways to make it easier. Like in the Souls games, like you can enlist help from your friend. Like I right. can give you my code and you can join me on this boss fight. Right. Or you know, up until and then after the boss fight. Um you can get NPCs to help you even mm-hmm. in Sekiro. Like yeah. you talked about that guy that you met 
that you didn't know was there to help you. Slash the shit out of him. And you don't have to enlist his help, <laughs> right. but it does affect the way the game is played. Right. So I, I just don't see, like, where are we drawing this line of right. e- what is considered easy? Right. You know, like. Yeah, I've never fucking cared. And, and like, <laughs> so here's the thing, too. I preface this by saying if you care about this stuff, cool, cool. But also, like, chill out a bit. Like, don't. Don't let's be cool about it. Yeah, just be cool. Let's be have cool. the discourse and like why, you know. Right, but, but and also be respectful, be cool. Yeah. But like, I never uh, understood the appeal outside of like initial Xbox 360 days of like gamer scores and trophies and mm. achievements. To me, I'd never cared about that. I also get people who like achievement hunt. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Right, like that's cool for you to do. But you shouldn't also be telling everyone else to achievement, achievement hunt. hunt right. Like I played. Um, I played, uh, what was the game that came out in 2017? Well, uh, Nazi, Nazis, you kill them. BJ Blaskowitz. Oh, yes. Wolfenstein uh, 2. Wolfensteins. Yeah, Wolfensteins. <laughs> uh, I played that game on the medium difficulty up until the very fucking end of that game. Like, right at the very end. Yeah. And also, mind you, the entire time I was, like, frustrated. That game was very hard. Oh, my God. It's punishing as hell. And And, and there are things that were, like, that could have been done better in my opinion like hit oh, markers for sure like n- knowing where the fuck fire was coming from like i thought i killed this dude he wasn't dead no, no, no. and like so i got to the very end of that game um and that I, last segment oh my god they throw everything in the kitchen sink <laughs> at your ass you're just running around I yeah i bang my head up against that again yeah that's another good example i couldn't do it right. so i switched it over to easy i it took me a couple more tries and I did it and I was like, I'm okay with that Didn't decision. Didn't take anything away from me. Nope. I like, I'm okay with like the A asterisk rating. Like, okay, you did it, but you did it on easy at the very Fair. end. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I'm not going to lose any sleep over this. Like, yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like you experienced that game and you enjoyed your your time with it, right? Totally. Overall, I enjoyed Overall, my time. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, I, and, and that game is like, dirty too. Imagine like not being able to get past it. Right, 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 right. And then like some people will not be able to get past certain things. Right. You know how many times I put down Dark Souls because I just couldn't beat a boss? Like, the first time I, in the first game I fought the, the Four Kings, I probably put that game down for two years. And then I came back to it and beat it. But it, I was like, what if I just not didn't, you know, go back to that? I'm not enjoying that game. Like, right, right, I didn't right, right. get to experience it. Yeah, and it's not fair to force that on others. Like, Yeah, I, I just don't see why you, you can't just be like, all right, let me just slide this down for this fight and then pop it back on. I think the Devil May Cry approach is more apt where it's like give people ratings and also difficulty settings mm-hmm. so if i'm playing on easy and i get a double or triple s rank whatever the heck it's called and then you're playing it on hard and you get a double s rank cool you're better than me yo so at even, this game even now in Sekiro, i was telling you about the hard mode and there's there's like literally like a, a bell you can ring that makes it uh it bumps up the difficulty in some way. So basically you get more drops or something like that. And then the bosses have like more life or they're a little bit stronger or something like that. Yeah. 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 And the thing about it, that's cool is that you can use it. Like you can, it doesn't affect the other low level enemies, but you can go through, get your items. And then when you get to a boss, you can turn use, it off. Oh yeah. 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 You can literally like just deactivate the hard mode. Right. So, if people are exploiting that and they're not talking about those are some of the people that are saying like oh we can't have it easy you're you're doing that you're doing you're, you're making your easy <laughs> you're mode you're making it yeah, easy yeah. Mode. like i i just don't see the i don't I, I just don't see how it bothers people you know i can understand being like oh well you know maybe it was made to be played this way and you know that's cool and all but i don't see like saying like hey could we get an easy mode i don't think that's a hard like yeah, yeah. I'm, it may be a hard thing to implement 
but I'm saying like the discussion shouldn't be just dismissed. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think also like, they might not ever do it a easy mode, even if they yeah. agree. But right. I think like who knows? Josh, uh, who wrote up throughout our piece on easy mode never ruined a game on the site. Yeah. Brought up a couple good points of like, well then like do you get mad at people who like turn on captions for a movie because they they literally can't listen to it? Absolutely, that's me. Right. <laughs> or, or like you know, do you like I don't get mad at people who read the cliff notes version of a story and then maybe get into the actual story to help understand it better. Like that has no impact on my life and my enjoyment of a thing. Like Mm -hmm. if somebody wants to play Tetris on easy take notes in school, why are you taking notes? I know. What are you, what are you cheating? Yeah. Why don't you just keep it all in your head? Yeah. Play on hard mode, (laughs) idiot. (laughs) Play school on hard mode. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I think, I think ultimately what it comes down to is like, I always have this moment of, introspection and i always ask people to have this moment of introspection of like why does it bother you that's what i'm saying why does it really bother you and i and we know why it really bothers you Absolutely. because you don't want more people coming into your space you're assuming that people are going to take things away from you when they're not no one's taking anything away. nothing's being taken away from you like if you want to go and play hard games on hard do that no one's stopping you <laughs> but stop stopping people from playing things on easy mode and stop making them feel bad for it yeah that's it also, I don't care. I honestly don't really care if people play like, like if a if a kid's playing Mario Kart with me and they have like the auto the accelerate and the assist mode, bust that ass. I'm still gonna whoop Little you, ass kid. But do what you gotta do. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Get that leg up. Still gonna wash you though. Yeah, word. Um, but yeah. Also, just have a good time and yeah. be cool. Um, all right, cool. So jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the optional dot com. Or you can drop a question into our Discord channel um, or send us a voice message like Damon did and Chase did. Um, but before we get into Chase's voice message, Bo asks simply, Aunt Jemima or Mrs. Butterworth? Buttersworth. Um, I'm a Aunt Jemima person. Mrs. Butterworth too loose. Like they got that like, oh shit. <laughs> also, I gave Cam the ill look right With now. With all like, due respect. Excuse the, me? <laughs> the consistency of the syrup. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. Got it. It's very liquidy. Got it. Uh, like Miss Butterworth is wet. Like, oh god, <laughs> oh, god. Oh, no. it's true though. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm a I grew up Aunt Jemima. Same, same. Yeah, I uh, I prefer Aunt Jemima as well. Although, uh, really respect Lupe's bar from uh, Touch the Sky. Yeah. She got a bottle shaped body, body like, like Mrs. Butterworth. Butterworth. It's good. Yeah. Shout out to Lupe. Shout out, <clears> shout out to Lupe. He just had a show. Did it? Oh yeah, ago. like in Brooklyn, right? I was pissed. I was Missed like, it. I would have loved to go. <laughs> I found that on Instagram. I was <laughs> Me like, what? too. Same thing. Shit. Okay. Um, so Chase called in, recorded in, uh, and here's his question. Hey, Paul and Cam, it's your friendly mod Chase here uh, from the lighting section in IKEA. Uh, so in honor of Paul starting Sekiro, what Shinobi prosthetic would be the most useful in your daily life? Thanks, y'all. What a great question. So I kind of changed mine when I was thinking over this one. <laughs> oh. Uh, so I'm assuming... Let's, let's have a little fun with this. Yeah, yeah, have so fun let's, with let's it. So let's do the ones that we've encountered in the game. Okay. And then let's make up our own. Oh. Shit, okay. Like a contest or something. All right, so off, off jump. Off jump. Literally, the grappling hook. Grappling hook. So I changed mine. Well, what would you do with your grappling hook? Oh my god! Everything. I, yeah. like, if like if get, get the Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would just get shit off this. Like I'm short, so I could definitely grab things from IKEA. Even if yeah. I was in the lighting section. Yeah, weird. Um, IKEA is a great place. Also, 
like why wouldn't i just jump around brooklyn that's like, true like if i have to like you know go a certain way or if there's no trains running fuck it i'm grappling my ass sometimes traffic's a little bad and you got like the train jump, just jump over the that'd be cool to just jump over the street because sometimes you're like fucking mad cars, man. I just man. gotta, I just get, gotta there. get over there. <laughs> yeah, or like, yo, the train hasn't been moving for a while. The yeah, doors are still open. Though. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm grappling my ass all the way back home <laughs> twip, or something. Um, but then also, okay, so you're, you're also grappling hook? No, I'm. Oh. I changed it to the uh, the flame thing. I'm just gonna be lighting people's blowing <laughs> <and shit. laughs> <laughs> Like, I always like I'm always the person that never has the lighter. So just oh, having that, yeah, yeah. you know, everybody stand back. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just everybody stand. <laughs> yeah, so I would love to like light people's cigarettes outside the bar. And shit. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. like just, check this yeah, out. Yeah, check this out. <laughs> the whole fucking business <laughs> goes up a blaze. Um, okay, so a made up one. I have to think about that one. Uh, I would have an Aunt Jemima <laughs> dispenser. <laughs> now, um, what would be a good one? I would have like I would have a, another blade come out. Not the movie. Oh, I it mean, just dispenses I mean, like the straight to DVD <laughs> Blade movie with uh, with sticky, sticky fingers. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I would watch that though. Actually, that show was watch. not it was, bad. It was pretty good. It was not bad. Sticky fingers was shot. Sticky out fingers. Also, did you see that story? Like Sticky fingers got beat up by <laughs> by Kodak Black. He did? Apparently. Oh, He got man. punched or something like that, and he, like, ran away. Wow. I don't know how true that is, but the imagery of it is just really funny to me. Anyway. I never want to imagine a blade getting punched in the oh, face. Oh, my God, no. Um, Yeah, what's a good prosthetic? Mine is dumb, but practical. Yeah. It would be, like, just a big-ass USB charging thing. Ooh. So, like, my whole shit is, like, I could charge it. <laughs> yeah. And then I like I never have to worry about battery life. Yeah, where you just on the train, like plug in. Like also wireless charging. Cool. Wireless charging, just like the the pad. Just like just <laughs> you gotta hold your arm out there. Like yo, can I buy your arm? I'm like yeah, like, go yeah, ahead. Go man, go ahead. Go ahead. Standing on the train. Like, I'm like holding it for you so you can still use it. I'm like go ahead, man, go ahead. Uh, I saw um a really cool uh um someone made a picture of like uh, uh I think his name is Dale from um from uh, King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. Remember the pocket sand episode? No. Well, Dale throws sand from his pocket <laughs> in somebody's eyes and escapes. Yeah. He's like pocket sand. <laughs> but I saw like someone dressed him up as like Sekiro and he's like throwing <laughs> sand. And I was like, yeah, like That's a ninja would. Yeah. Throw some sand in your eyes. Yo, police pull you over, just like pocket sand. Pocket sand, just be out, and then you fucking grapple you out. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen? Uh, you, you ever have an enemy cake mud in your eyes? No. What? Yeah. Like what? Enemy and you're like, ugh. I forget, but like I've had a couple guys just like straight up kick mud in my eyes. Whoa, that's dirty. Is man. it like a status effect, or is it just like the you just stop, you just stop, you just can't oh, move for like a couple dope. seconds? Yeah, very intricate game, man. It's a good game. It's I'm good. not gonna lie, I'm having a good time with it. I it's wish I just time. had more time to play, man. I know for once I'm actually like ahead of you in a game. I yeah, feel pretty true. good about that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to ride this wave as long as I can. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, cool. So let's jump into feeling it for the week. Feeling yeah. it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing and worth your time. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. And uh, apparently, so um, there was a show, I think it's still a show, but it was a podcast called Serial um, uh, Serial uh, from 2014. I think it was the first series. Uh, and it went into this case uh, about a girl who was murdered back in 
2000 and it just goes through the case and about what happened to her family and the 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 case surrounding it Hmm. and the guy who was convicted of her murder uh a guy named uh adnan syed and uh fast forward to now they just came out with like a four episode thing on hbo called the case against uh adnan syed and uh it's fucking good i haven't i I didn't i didn't listen to serial so i didn't know anything coming into this i heard the first season wasn't that it or was oh yeah because the second season was a different thing yeah oh i forgot so I, i'm caught up oh then. you know yeah oh i know about you this know case. about okay you know Ooh. about this case so best buy you probably feel a certain way about it yeah so i watched it with my girlfriend and she was like she had an opinion and then at the end of it she was like i don't know what to think oh <laughs> and i'm th- through this whole thing i'm like hold on hold on what's happening this is the this is such a sad case. It's just such a like bizarre thing where it, it's it reminds me of um making a murder. Yeah. You know, you you, you kind of know it has a, a spin to it. Of course. You know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it wants you to kind of there's not it's a lot ma- of back and forth. It wants to manipulate say. you a certain way. A certain way, right? Yeah. So I I'm very fully aware that that's what's happening but I can't stop myself from <laughs> believing it. I'm like, right, right. what the fuck? Do your job, cops. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? And I want, I, like, I kind of want to uh, listen to the Serial podcast because I'm like, what did they miss? Not, and I'm not, not talking about just her, but like the, the Serial person, but like before that, like what, what, how was that framed? Because, you know, you're only getting certain information no matter what you do. Right. You're only getting, you know, certain points of view. And it's just to see like how corrupt cops are and how much people lie when they're cornered by the cops and how easily it is to be coerced into saying something by mm-hmm. police and you know, just people just not telling the truth in general. Like just people, you know, the the guy in this case, you're like, is he full of shit? You're like, I, I don't know. Like I can't tell. Cause like you hear a lot of his stories from his friends and then you hear from strangers and they have two different views of said person and you know (sighs) yeah because the original serial podcast yeah definitely like so the the to their credit they're like you know they're trying to report this the story that's really complicated has so much nuance and Mm -hmm. missing pieces of evidence and different stories that corroborate different things and you know you're, you're trying to give them the benefit of the doubt because you're like they're trying to get to the truth right but we're human beings right. we have and biases. we have biases and and we have we're easily kind of persuaded and we feel we empathize and we sympathize and this makes me more curious because i mean it's in the title the case against adnan and syed mm-hmm. and so it makes you it, it kind of tells you up front hey look this thing is sort of like a complicated thing here's like i mean i'm assuming here's like the here's what it is right right and you're like so th- this is like the reverse Sekiro thing for you. It's like <laughs> you didn't see, you didn't hear season one, yeah. so you're coming into this fresh, fresh, which is interesting to me because I have my biases yeah. now, where I'm like kind of rooting for Adnan side. Oh, okay, yeah, interesting. Because I'm like the the way Serial kind of portrays everything. There are a lot of like, huh, that's that's curious, but for the most part, you're like, yeah, this this poor kid, like, oh, okay, he's in jail and like, all right, because like what my girlfriend got out of it was. He did that shit. Oh, and I oh, was from, like, from, from cereal. Oh, interesting. And I was like, from what? Did they talk about this at all? Because like, if I'm just a, I feel like I want like as objective as I can be. 
Right, right. <laughs> How? How did you miss all this shit? You didn't even like interview certain people. There was DNA that was never tested. There was stuff that was just left out. It's just so good. It's so good. It's man. an hour. It's an hour apiece, and it's four episodes. I I'm just just watch it, I'm man. Like it. I, it's on HBO. If you guys have HBO Go, it's on there. HBO Now as well, and uh, I, I I just love this type of stuff, man. Like yeah. it it's and it. I feel bad because like a lot of times they do mention this in the show, but like the um, the woman in, that was murdered, or well, the girl that was murdered at the time, uh, Heyman Lee. Uh, she kind of gets lost in all of it. Interesting. You know, like... It's, like, less about justice for her. uh, Right. Right. Exactly. It's more about, like, him and his family, because he is... He's the one alive, and, you know, it is focused around him. There's not not a lot that they can do... She doesn't have a lot of agency in the... the, Right. You know, the issue in her family either, Mm -hmm. you know, because, like, they can only tell their side of the story. Like, they were the victims, you know? And they didn't really ask for any of this. Not at all. For any of this. For any of it. Like, they talk about that during... in In the... thing like the, everybody surrounding it even Adnan's um family is like we didn't really want any of this like people hate us like, right right <laughs> and, and it's wild and you just see like the turmoil his family's going through and just how also how positive people can be through all this stuff is bizarre it's scary because like, i don't know if i have that type of willpower dog i know me neither man like for real man like I get dissuaded a lot, like <laughs> on yeah. easier shit. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll suck but, you, yeah, right, <laughs> right, I'm like, right. I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah this this is. What uh, were you gonna say? You say it's it's, it's scary. Because, oh no, I was just gonna say like you know. it's. I'm also super intrigued now because I have my own biases and mm-hmm. like I'm also. It's scary because when you hear these kind of stories, it's a nightmare of a situation to be in. I would have you seen the night of? Yes. I love that show. So way. it reminds me a lot of the night of. It's it a very similar premise. I'm, I'm, if I'm not oh, mistaken, yeah, yeah. it's it probably inspired by it. Must be. It must be. Um, it's the same sort of deal where it's this like this brown kid who who gets you know caught up in a murder, mm-hmm. and it's it's trying to find out what you're trying to find out what happened because mm-hmm. like he on paper is guilty. Like he was there. This thing happened, and like how was he not guilty? And you see, so that story is more of of a tale. And this is kind of, I guess, a, a spoiler alert. But actually, I won't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, watch that show too if you get a chance. I think it was a show, right? It wasn't a movie. No, it, it, it was, was a show. show. It's on HBO. Yeah, maybe watch it after this. But um, it reminds me of that because it's it's a nightmare situation to be in where you're like, you're trying to convince people that you're innocent, mm-hmm. but all the evidence you're just screaming at the wall, basically. No, like. There's nothing that will prove it. it. It's wild. Like once people make up their mind, and that that's it. And in the public perception, mm-hmm. like you, we were just talking about, like once that engine gets going, especially in the days of like cancel culture and social media, like your reputation, your family's reputation, everything it's surrounding it, done. it's yeah. done. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're fucking innocent or not. It's like you're done. This and shit, like shit really made me sad. Like we finished it last night, and I was just like, man, like this is. <gasps> wild man oh i got a dubla feeling it because that reminds me of something else so there's another documentary which i forgot about that we watched i think this week i forget what it's called i'm looking it up right now i'm gonna sort of filibuster here for a bit yeah so uh i would definitely yes get into this man like uh, i kind of want to watch it again because i'm like damn i know so so yeah yeah it makes me think so much so there's another documentary also on hbo called the inventor have you seen this no. The subtitle is Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. What? So it's a story about an entrepreneur. So this is my last sort of minute feeling it, in addition to my other feeling yeah. it. 
it, it reminds me a lot of this story of, of this uh, entrepreneur, uh, this woman who kind of, I think she dropped out of, I forget what school she went to. I want to say Yale. I forget what it was. But um, she was this new inventor that was promising uh, this revolution to blood testing, mm. this machine that would completely transform the way blood tests are done. Because the way they're done now, you go into the doctor's office, they draw blood, they send it away to a lab. That whole process is super, super complicated. It's done manually. You can't. So she was promising the idea of automating that, so that every and you could just walk into a CVS and get your blood work done, right? And like you know, almost like overnight, even. So, um, it's oh, this out for blood. Yeah, see, you see it. Bars. It, it's it's wild because when I saw the posters for it, I thought it was like some weird Silicon Valley style comedy show, but it's not. It's a really dark tale of. What happens when? Oh, that's the one with the white woman on it. Yeah, with, okay. with the super yeah, scary yeah, yeah, eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay, she, she like doesn't blink, but it, it's it's this weird thing of like, it sort of shows a peek into how twisted and fucked up. Excuse my language. Silicon Valley is mm-hmm. because you're taking these young, you know, scrappy, really really persuasive young people, and in the ways we've seen with like, you know, in some ways, Google, Facebook, you name it, Uber. Right. Let's say Facebook, for example, we all know that story. You're, they're changing the world. Right. And they're not even realizing to what degree they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So when Facebook started off, it was this thing that to was like, rate s- girls. to rate girls. And then it became social networking within college, you know, within a college campus. And then it like influenced an election and it, it like right. destroyed media as we right, know it. Right. It has these larger, longer, like, you know, long-standing ramifications. This story is about what happens when someone like that, first of all, steps in in it completely, like, not knowing what the fuck they were getting into. Because now you're talking about, like, government agencies, health, Mm. like, the risk that you pose for, like, you know, because it's blood. It's, like, all these other things. And the, the like the way in which they can sort of they idolize a Steve Jobs figure, right? Right. And and I've seen these people before. I, I've worked at startups and I've worked at places where I've seen these people. I've been in meeting rooms with these people, and the way they like the way they surround themselves with people with like a bunch of like yes men and yes women, and the way they sort of continue. That's part of their job is to convince people to invest because you're betting. You're betting on this thing, this promise. Mm-hmm. And these geniuses are then just trying to keep the lights on, like trying to right. keep that flame burning until you hit the thing, right? Magnesis. The magnesis thing. Like those people, that's a perfect example. The fire festival, this is like the fire festival. Right. These people convince people with their charm and their intellect and their mm-hmm. their everything. The charisma and shit. Yeah. And then, and then shit falls apart and there's no fucking way to to recover from it. Mm. Watch gotta, this. Gonna, I'm going to watch it tonight. Yo, it is like, the more it went along, it was like fire Festival. I was like, how did this happen? Like, how did the people believe this would happen? Also, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? You don't right. know all this. You don't know oh, the whole yeah, story. Course, right. So this makes me so curious about like, you know, in 10, 15 years from now, what are the stories that are going to be told about Anthem, mm-hmm. Red Dead Redemption Two, right, 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 whatever, Blizzard, whatever, like all these crazy stories that we're hearing about, and where these people are being manipulated and and overworked and and used and like, yeah, it's 
it makes you think about everything else. Like, what else am I consuming and, and believing and buying into? Absolutely. That could fall apart, or it's probably, you know, uh, based on a bunch of BS, as far as we know. I think about that all the time, dog. Like, you know how much <sighs> I give Google? Right? I just give them the keys to my life. And we know that they're listening to us. Because we know this, mm-hmm. we've we've like we've hypothesized. Oh, they're listening, but they're not selling our. You know, they're very careful what they do with our data, and you know, they know that they know what we search, they know what's in our email, they know what's, and not to get like super yeah. put your you know tinfoil whatever on. Yeah. But like, it's wild. Sometimes I'll say something, and then the next day or that same day, I'll get an ad on Instagram about that thing that I was just talking about that I had. I didn't type it into anything yet, or you know facebook the way it's like wasn't there something recently they were talking about like uh the alexa there's a it was listening to people's like health oh yeah i think so yeah i I didn't read the article so i don't want to speak too much on it but i was like what i read this article uh this title (laughs) someone just (laughs) fucking put a bottle um yeah i read this uh title and i was like jesus christ that's scary but it makes you wonder man it makes you wonder like about the people who are on those stages who we idolize. Yeah, absolutely. Like the companies that we are sure are doing like the Lord's work. Right. They're really not. They're just, it's just a bunch of charlatans, man. Right. They're just like, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, But then my real feeling it is more of an uplifting story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I saw Shazam yesterday. Huh. And I really liked it. Really? It's really good. Okay. I've heard it was really good, but I just can't make myself see it. It's real good. <laughs> Here's why it's really good. Yeah. And here's why I think you're rubbing up against it. So it's a Sekiro thing, huh? Maybe. I think it's more <laughs> I think it's more so I had this epiphany yesterday too, okay. watching Shazam, where I'm watching it and I'm like, yo, this reminds me of Meteor Man. It reminds me of Steel. Mm. It reminds me of I'm trying to think what else. What other kind of like fun like blank man even. Right. It reminds me of that era where you built big Hollywood sets. You had really cheesy, heartwarming stories, very PG thirteen, right? And it was like okay to be silly, right, right? Like these movies, these comic book movies, maybe outside of Blank Man, but like Meteor Man and Steel, for example, two movies I actually love. I actually like genuinely like yeah, those movies. Yeah, those movies are great. You watch them. Um, they were made for children. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were made for kids, and they put little like things in there for adults to enjoy because they knew adults would come and watch them with their kids or buy them for their kids and that was okay like it reminds me of like the last dragon right it reminds me of these these like but also like you know i'm I'm trying trying to sell the toy yeah i'm trying to sell the toy but also like here's a heartwarming coming of age tale where like it's about an awkward kid it literally is about this awkward 14 year old kid who's trying to find himself and trying to find acceptance and family and like and it's very, it almost feels like a a movie you would see on like TV, like yeah. that kind of shit. And I'm like, oh yeah, these movies used to be made for children. Right. And these children grew up and then Christopher Nolan was like, I'm going to make Batman for your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, that's and true. then we that never changed recovered. The whole t- tone. It changed the whole tone. That was. The, the, you, yeah. We were making comic book movies for grown children. Yeah. And then this, this movie and also like Spider-Man Homecoming it, that same like Thor Ragnarok Thor Ragnarok is definitely still more for like adults but yeah but still but it, still it was like yo let's have some fun let's have fun yeah but not everything has to be the Nolan verse not like style. a dark reboot it makes me like so like you can tell the pendulum is swinging back the other way because for a while everything was gritty gritty reboot and now it's like oh wait we can do 
Shazam and Spider-Man Homecoming yeah. and Thor Ragnarok. I think that um, DC can benefit from this a lot. Totally. I think they tried to do that with the... Um, Aquaman? No, not Aquaman. I heard that was good too, I haven't right? seen that either, but I want to see that. Um, yeah. The other one with the, the group of bad guys. and they, uh, Suicide oh, Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad, like, yeah. They tried to have fun with that movie, but it just wasn't... There was no connective tissue in yeah. it at all, and yeah. they tried to. They made it too gritty, right? You know, right? Um, yeah, th- this makes me excited and very hopeful because, first of all, I don't give. I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't give a damn about Shazam. I never read the comics. Yeah. He's super like, in, for me, in my opinion, he's like super like offshoot superhero guy. Yeah. Um, also, no, no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, we'll talk about it off there. Yeah, we'll talk about it off here. But uh, it makes me excited because I'm like, oh, here's what I want to see next. Because they've already established that, like, obviously he's in the DC universe. There's, like, Batman and Superman references in here galore. And they exist. Like, Batman and Superman exist. You can nod your head if this happens, but uh, Black Adam? No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. Unless I missed something. I'm not really a DC person. But um, it makes me excited about, like, a Flash movie. Also, makes me excited about... Well, see, that's why I love the shows. Yeah, but <laughs> fuck you, man. That no, was great. no, because like I, I still can't get down with the CW shows, and that's my own personal hangup. Yeah. But what I was gonna say was like, it makes me excited about a potential Batman movie mm-hmm. that's more in line with like the Batman animated series. So it's still dark; right. it still has dark themes, but it's not all the way wacky it's like not, the Tim Burton ones. Yeah, it's not. It's not ultra serious, and it's not silly where he has a bat card. Yeah, and card. nipples. Yeah, and nipples. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yo, Batman can still have this really cool, dark, very intentional style, but it can still be fun and like almost uh, self-referential. Right. And like, I would still want that like art deck. I want to go back to like that art deco style with like yeah, the Neutra type. The, yeah, yeah, all the weird, weird shit. But like also like just go for it. Maybe make a like make a Batman that's like silly again, but also can still like Shazam toes the line because it's like it's silly as heck but it's yeah. also kind of cool to watch yeah because I, I think that Shazam kind of definitely leaned into it because it's like we're they're always trying to make these movies like they're they're making a just they're justifying a reason for them to exist so right. they're like it, right. they can only exist if this guy was really breaking people's faces open yeah you yeah, know like yeah. and being like ah, where's yeah. the trigger that shit you know <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. so Lie I think, to me. yeah shazam I, don't, I haven't seen it but it seems like they were like yeah fuck that it doesn't matter why it exists yeah <laughs> yeah totally and it's like it it's it it doesn't go right. out of its way like you said to explain why this wizard is choosing this young man mm. It also does a great job, in my opinion, of setting up the villain. Like, I care also about the villain, and I, I empathized for his story, which I think is, like, crucial for these kind of movies. Um, I thought Zachary Levi was fucking amazing. I think I want to see more of this, and I think DC, if they were smart, they would start to lean in. And I think they are. I think, yeah. Like, you see with, like, Aquaman. I haven't seen that, but I could tell by the trailer how silly it was. Um, but you can see like with the way they're kind of playing up the flash too, like he's, he's that kind of wisecracking dude and I'm young and I'm I hate hey. the way he runs in that justice loop. Just I haven't seen the movie. Oh, man. I watched 10 minutes of it and I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. It's not good. I couldn't get into but it. But he runs like he's falling. You know how like oh. you're trying to catch a balance after you run like a running a sprint. Yeah. And he's like, he runs like that. <laughs> it's fucking weird. That sucks. 
His arms all flailing. But yeah, I really love Shazam. If you haven't seen it, if you want to just like watch a movie that doesn't have so many movies, I need to watch, man. You don't need to watch like the Justice League movie or the Batman movie. The, you know there are references to them, but like mm-hmm. you could go watch this one, and it felt like refreshing to be like, oh wow, it's a it's an origin story, but it's like it's a new take on this kind of stuff. Also, I thought like the cast was phenomenal too. Also, Shazam is better than uh, Captain Marvel is better than uh, Superman. I said it. Oh, like Marvel's Captain Marvel? No, DC's Captain DC's Captain Shazam. Marvel. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because like, that got me confused, too. Because I was like, oh, okay. wait, I didn't know that that was actually his name, too. It was a direct response. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, so what'd you say again? <laughs> I said uh, Captain Marvel's better than Superman. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually could kind of agree with he's that. He's more yeah. interesting. Yeah. He's a actual, he's a boy. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's, he's Spider-Man. He's yeah, like, they're Spider-Man. Exactly. Right. Um, all right, cool. I think that, that does it for this week's yeah, show. Uh, before we wrap up the show, how can people find you? You can catch me on the Twitters at Capicantlo, C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Uh, yeah, just hit me up. Um, I tweet sometimes. Nice. What about you? Um, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Polymayo. That's P-O-L-I-M as in Mario, A-Y-O. Um, also, just real quick before we wrap up the show, I know we say it every week, but like seriously, thank you so much for everybody donating to the show. Seriously, man. If you go to anchor.fm slash the optional podcast, or if you use it on the app now, from what I can tell, you can hit the little supporter button and give us some money because we are actually uh, trying our best. We're trying to upgrade, y'all. We're trying to upgrade. We, we, we have this gear that we've been using for like, I don't know, however many, Three. I guess like a year at this point, maybe a year and a half, yeah, like this mixer and A little over than that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, a year and a half too. And we're trying to like really upgrade the gear and we really, really need your help. So if you can spare a dollar, maybe five. Um, yeah. Please consider it. You could really, really use your help. Help uh, a lot. It just helps us get closer to the actual like goal line, and that's what we're trying to get to. So, again, thank you so much for people who have been donating, and like yeah, it really is going. MVP. Uh, it's going into that pot or which we're going to take from and and hopefully spend to make the show better for everybody and and for us too, make it easier and and maybe we can get more guests on stuff yeah. like that. So please, please consider doing so if you if you haven't already. But. Thank you for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at d-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you want to find another way to help us out, you can't really give us some money. Please make sure to uh, rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, not only rate, like review. Review as well. Yes. That's the major thing people look at also when we're trying to get into conventions and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, I hit some snafus earlier this week with that shit. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. I got to we're, we're banned. Oh, <laughs> no, great. no, we're not banned. But yeah, it do, it does like it literally helps. Yeah, like, and yeah. that's just for anybody you support. Like, yeah, just yeah, hit seriously. that review and like just put a couple words. It goes a long way. It, it does, goes a it long goes way. A long if way. you really like enjoy the show and you want to send us some love back in a way that will really support us, please do that. It's right. super super helpful. Also, be sure to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. Um, our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. Um, as always, we're on Facebook and Twitter at the Optional NYC. Our show's music is by the one and only Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L E B I P A C K. So until next time, everybody, peace. peace. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>